Unbelievable! Absolutely unbelievable! And welcome, Avs fans. I'm Lauren Gardner here at the Pepsi Center. They got nothing but guts! Guts all over the place! I can't believe Colorado it! Colorado Avalanche complete one of the greatest turnarounds in NHL history. The Colorado Avalanche will return the next year to the Stanley Cup playoffs! And now, let's get you ringside with Lauren Gardner and the gutsiest play-by-play call in hockey, Mark Mosier. And welcome, everyone, to another edition of Avs in Your Earholes podcast. Mark Mosier and Lauren Gardner. And we are coming to you from Avalanche Morning Skate, Game 1 as the Minnesota Wild come into town to open up your Colorado Avalanche 2018-19 National Hockey League season. Hey, LG. What's up, Moj? How fun is this? You know, I love training camp. Preseason is is it's exciting. But you know what? Towards those last couple of games, you just get antsy. You want the regular season to begin. All the excitement right now in Colorado sports. And what better way to kick off the season than against division rival, the Minnesota Wild. And there's no love lost between these two teams. No, not at all. Obviously, this is a huge rival for this Avalanche squad. And Avs fans, I don't think they want to beat anybody more in this league than Minnesota oh, after yeah. everything that's gone down in the past several years. And again, you talk about opening up the season. Before you get to game one, there's so many things, you know, anything seems possible at this yeah. point. That's what makes it so fun. Well, everyone's undefeated. That's pretty cool. And well, I mean, after <laughs> last night, some, some teams well, are not yes, undefeated. Okay, yes, you're right. But going into the season, you're right. It's uh, Hopes are high, uh, especially with the Colorado Avalanche. I want to drop a really fun stat for you, and I know Avs fans are going to love this. 22 to 6. That's how the Avs outscored the Minnesota Wild last season. They absolutely owned them. And for Avs fans, for Avs players, I even spoke with Ian Cole, new to this blue line, won two Stanley Cups with the Pittsburgh Penguins. He said, listen, Never played in the Western Conference, let alone this Central Division, but I could sense, even in that preseason game here at Pepsi Center, I could sense the animosity. I could tell the fans, do not like the Wild. So even the players who have not been part of this rivalry in the past, they get it. This team all-time is a franchise, 26-8-4 in home openers. The Avs 14-5-3 in home openers since moving from Quebec to Denver, of course, back in 1995 and a 12-4-2 mark here at Pepsi Center. So they have a lot of things going their way. But let's, oh, yeah. as, we, as we kick things off here, and this is going to be a shorter podcast today because, again, we're going to kind of lay out the, the yes. season opener for you. And we're at morning skate right now, so we also have our duties. We have to run into the locker room and get sound. Moj has an interview with Nathan McKinnon. And Moj, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the fact that this is really your television debut. How are you feeling? Are you pumped? You got I'm your really suit pumped. on? You're looking yeah. sharp? Well, you know, I've got, actually, I've got another suit in the truck. Oh. I'm going to bring in later. Keep it fresh. Like, yeah, if you it's wear my fresh the day suit. old suit, you just, you don't feel as good about it. Like, I like wearing just fresh clothes on game nights. You got to put it on within, like, three hours of the game. You like that freshness feeling, do you? I gotta be so fresh and so clean, clean. Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> uh, by the way, tell people how they should uh, like us and all that kind of thing. Oh yeah, so thank you so much for those of you who have been listening. I believe this is our third installment of Abs in Your Earholes. So please rate, review, and subscribe. You can catch us on iTunes, obviously, if you're listening. You found us somewhere, uh, Spotify, SoundCloud. But we really appreciate you listening. We want your feedback. We will be incorporating some player interviews into the podcast as time goes on. And Kyle Keefe will be joining us, Connor McGee he and um, and the like so it should be um, a really entertaining year of podcast material coming oh, at you yeah absolutely all right let's start 
between the pipes. Semyon Varlamov will get the start tonight in the season opener. And again, tonight's Varley's 400th National Hockey League game. This is a big deal for him. Yes, you know, it is. I mean, you look at this season, the Avs traded for Philip Grubauer. Varley's been pretty dang solid so far this preseason. I've been watching him closely in practice. In fact, yesterday we were over there and uh, he looked really, really good, really focused, and he's the man tonight. Again, this is where it all begins with Semyon Varlamov. Philip Grubauer will get a start here in the next couple of games, but it's Varley who will go tonight. And Avalanche fans are very, very familiar with number one. Yes, they are. And to see him back and fully healthy, and he understands what's at stake. He knows he's not getting any younger. And, you know, he wants to win. These guys are competitors. And at the end of the day, aside from just their personal performance, they want a ring. I mean, who doesn't want to hoist that cup? So he knows that time is of the essence, and he also understands the competition between him and Philip Grubauer. And that's what Jerry Bednar talked about the other day, that within the first three games, we will see Gruby, as they call him, between the pipes. And he also talked about, and I know it sounds like it contradicts itself, but they want to play the high hand, but they also want to rest their goalies because they understand they're one injury away from having to dip into the AHL. At least it's just up the road. The good part is you have options if you're good options. very good options exactly right that's the goaltending side let's get to the back end last year you and i talked before the season began about eric johnson yes we did and again i've said it before i'll say it one last time last year sort of a mother hen to all those little <laughs> chicks on the back end right mother duck that yeah, kind of thing it's the perfect comparison and and seriously though he took control of that blue line he, he doesn't did. have to do that as much this year i mean he's still the number one don't yes. get me wrong but Sam Girard is in your number two, bigger, stronger, better, theoretically. Faster. Yeah, Tyson Berry, of course, uh, I think is primed for a wonderful season. Nikita Zadorov made big strides last year. You got Ian Cole on the back end now, who's going to take some Bar of that Barrio, pressure. Right. Mark and Patrick Alt, Nemeth, of course. Nemo, my best friend. Absolutely. So when Alt, <laughs> when Alt gets called back up from exactly. the Colorado Eagles, you know, he'll figure into that mix. Yeah. So. He doesn't have to be that guy who has to mother hand everybody, but he's still the, the guy in control of that back end. But suddenly, Lauren, you look at the defensive core, and all of a sudden, this avalanche blue line is looking bigger and better. You know, I think Joe Sackick put it perfectly yesterday when he was addressing the media prior to practice, and he said, yeah, this is probably one of the deepest blue lines I've seen in a long time, and if not since, you know, he's he's been that in that GM position. and. That's because they've they've built from the bottom up. They've built from the draft. They picked up guys off the waiver. They made some really smart and timely trades. And now they they know that they have that depth there. And I think Ian Cole helps provide some of that. So maybe Eric Johnson doesn't have to play as many minutes. And uh, it, you know the season can be a little bit easier on his body. And hopefully he can remain healthy. The easiest way to put the pairings that will start tonight are sort of a thunder and lightning. They want Ooh. a puck mover. They want a puck mover with a guy who's who's that defensive stalwart. Eric Johnson could be both. Don't get me wrong, but he's going to start out with Sam Gerrard tonight. I'm yep. really excited about that. It looks like Tyson Berry and Nikita Zadorov will be a pair coming up this evening. Yep. That's the way they've been practicing. And yeah, Big Z is big physicality. Tyson can move the heck out of that puck. And then when you talk about Cole and Nemeth coming up here this evening, more of the same type of player. But Ian, but, but Ian Cole is, is certainly more of a puck mover than Patrick Nemeth is. So you've got all that going on. Now, Jared Bednar also said that could change depending on the matchups and the situation and the score and so on. But 
that's the way it'll begin. And EJ kind of echoed that statement that, hey, yeah, we're, we're starting with certain pairings, but that doesn't necessarily mean they'll stay that way. Uh, but it was interesting talking, you know, hearing Jared Bednar talk about Tyson Berry and how much he loves him off the rush and how potent he can be. You know, he's almost like having another forward. Yes, he's, you know, he's a great defenseman, but he loves the type of offense he can generate. So I think you have the perfect balance right now on this blue line between um, you know, being sound defensively, very responsible, uh, you know, provides a lot of support in front of Simon Varlamov. And then you have guys that can create a lot of opportunities and chances and use that speed. And that's what this team is. We cannot forget this team is all about pace. And if anything, Moj, we saw how fast they were this year. I think they've gotten even faster going into the 2018-19 season. Listen to you, all about pace. I'm all about that pace. Or about base. that pace. About, about that, that pace. Ooh! Let's go theme up front. Song. Uh, is, is that? Do no, it, sir. No, it's not going to be our theme Moja's song. Moja's all about that pace. Okay. About that pace. Let's go up front, silly. <laughs> Sheldon Dries, a former Western Michigan player. Yep. Going to make his National Hockey League debut tonight. There's always that guy, Lauren, that comes into camp and people go, I don't even know who this is as a human being. Would you call and him they, a training camp darling? Uh, I'm not even sure I call him that. I just call him a guy who went out there and busted his tail. This is a yes, big night did. for him. And you know this what? This is huge. Anytime a guy makes his debut, Lauren, I'm pumped for that guy. I am too. And, you know, it's been great speaking with him. And you know who first kind of put him on the radar for me, as, aside from just kind of watching him and talking to a couple members of the front office? When I walked in that locker room, I spoke with Tyson Jones, and I said, okay, a couple days into camp, who stands out to you? He said, without hesitating, Sheldon Dries. I played against him in college, and he's tough. He's not afraid to shoot the puck. He's not afraid to get down low and get dirty in front of the net and create some opportunities and, and use his speed. And he knew that's what he had to do. He played in the American Hockey League last season. They went all the way to the Calder Cup Finals. He scored 10 goals, Moj, in 22 games, which was a rookie record in the playoffs in the American Hockey League. He played really well. He played four years at Western Michigan, and he stepped up to the plate here in training camp. And that's a lot of pressure when you're fighting for a job, and he never let that pressure get to him. It's a great point. It really is. I mean, first, those. You are. I actually. You are. That's, why, that's why people listen to this son of a gun. His first National Hockey League training camp, he did nothing but impress, and he's earned the opportunity to be in the game tonight in, cool in the home that? opener. I yeah, love seeing opener. that type of thing. Me too. Okay, let's talk about uh, other guys who we'll see coming up this evening, and let's go to the big line. Got Landis it. Landis McKinnon, Rantanen. I think the fans are all looking at it and saying, okay, do they got it for year, for, for year number two in terms of being united? Can they do what they did last year? I don't see any signs of slowing down. That preseason game in Dallas last Sunday gave a couple of tallies. So these guys, they want to bring it, and again, they want to be the tone setters. And let's be honest, they have to be. Yeah, they really do. And, you know, we remember that game against Vegas, and the Avs just got rocked, and something needed to change, and that was kind of the birth of that top line and the rest is really history and the chemistry they have because they are all best buds off the ice and on the ice it, it seemed as if Gabe Landeskog was what they needed there. He creates time and space, he can see the ice really well and he's kind of that gritty presence especially down low but those three it seems like they're so in tune with one another. I know it's early in the season and uh, they skated together before training camp even began so hopefully they can pick up right where they left off. Had Tyson Jost on the radio program on Altitude Sports Radio 925 yesterday. He's Josie. awesome. That line, Tyson Jost with Kerfoot and Colin Wilson, Colin Wilson they're going to have to be good, Lauren. They're going to have yeah, to, to score right, goals. Right. That secondary scoring has to be there. And he admitted, he said, yeah, we know all about that. He said, but you know what? 
that's part of my responsibility now. I'm not a rookie anymore. I, I know what I'm supposed to do. He's like, we have to produce. We're going to have to. They're taking it upon themselves not only to recognize how important they're going to be to this club, but to be committed to go on out and go and do it. I think that's the beauty of this team is that they understand what's expected of them, and you have a lot of leadership in that room aside from the core. You know, you look at that line with Alexander Kerfoot. Played at Harvard. He was a leader with that club. JT Comfort played at Michigan. He was a captain on that team. And with this second line, uh, you have the roommates and Alexander Kerfoot and Tyson Jost. And then you have that veteran presence of Colin Wilson, who has a ton of playoff experience and has a ton of experience in the National Hockey League. And I think he could kind of provide a very similar role that Gabe Landeskog provides to that top line and that he's gritty and he's responsible and he keeps those guys honest. He's a good communicator. And hey, we saw it on our own air in that second to last preseason game, what Alexander Kerfoot did. The secondary scoring was a topic, scoring was a topic of conversation. What happened? Secondary scoring stepped up, Moj. It did. I love the Soderberg line. Matt Nieto on one side, Gabe Bork on the other side. Jared Bednar talking about it yesterday. He said, you know what? These guys, basically, he echoed what we've been saying, fire and forget missile. It's because you get the same thing from them virtually every single shift. It doesn't and matter. They, they all think the game the same way. They all play the game the same way. They all like playing with each other. And so it's a bit of, you know what? Just put them together and forget about them. Right? Think about yeah. them. And that's what the Avs are hoping for. Of course, they're all very good penalty killers. We'll see a ton of them on the PK. But we'll also see Carl Soderberg on a power play coming yep. up uh, this evening on the second unit. And, and I just, I like what you get out of those guys and they're just, they're just job doers. Does that make sense? They're just job doers. Yes, they absolutely are. And, it, you know, let's add in Matt Calvert to that equation too. Looked great on the PK in preseason. He spent a lot of time in the NHL. He has a lot of experience. He was with the Blue Jackets for nearly eight years. And uh, he's going to be, I think, I mean, he fits in perfectly with that third line because he is one of those guys you can send out there. You don't even have to think about it. They're great with matchups. And uh, I, I think top to bottom, this squad looks really strong going into the season opener. All right. There you go. A little preview for tonight against the Minnesota Wild. Yeah, we're in the building. It's, it's great. You can hear the pucks. The room is just open. That's why we have to let you go. Moj, tell me something interesting about tonight, whether it's about yourself making your television debut in the regular season or the team or something you experience. Something uh, you can't get online that the fans can only get here on Avs and your ear holes. I'll just say this. The, the, the crew I'm working with on Altitude Television is top notch, yourself included. I'm so <laughs> You're proud just saying to be, that because I'm standing No, here. I'm not. I'm so proud to be a part of this group. So proud to be able to bring uh, the game to Avalanche fans out there via the television. Hopefully, you'll, uh, you'll like it. I'll do my best to live up to those expectations. But in regards to this Colorado Avalanche squad, final thought as we get ready for the season. You can only get it here. These guys want it again, and they want it bad. Yeah. They've told me, uh, to a man, they do not want to go backwards. They got a taste. They want more of it. They're going to fight for more of it. They know how important every single game is, even here the opener in the month of October and all these games. Avalanche fans buckle up. They know what's in front of them. They know they're still being disrespected a little bit, but they yep. also know that they have to earn it, it's and it all starts tonight. Division. It's a tough conference. Let's do it. Let's do that hockey, Moj. Yeah, let's... Uh, Let's do it. Let's do it. Thanks for tuning in to Abs in Your Ear Holes. Please rate, review, and subscribe, and tune in tonight. Let's do it. Altitude Television, 6 o'clock pregame, and, of course, Altitude Sports Radio 92.5, 635.